Welcome to Date Minds Think Alike. On this episode, I want to talk about my most recent stalker type of person. Stalker can be described as many things. Um, For me, uh, personally, the way I describe a stalker is more like unwanted attention from someone. And even though they know about the unwanted attention, they remain doing it. Um, Everyone has kind of their own little definition about it, right? What may be stalking to someone might not be stalking for someone else. Um, The actual definition of a stalker is the person who harasses or persecutes someone with unwanted and obsessive attention. So, kind of what I said. I've had stalkers in the past. I actually have an episode on it called Stalk the Stalkers, which I did spell stalk in a different way on purpose. So, Um, I know what a stalker is. I've had stalkers. I've had different types of stalkers. Not all stalkers are the same because not all people are the same. Person by person basis, people do different things, right? You can give someone one job and you will see quickly that all those people do the job a little bit differently. Um, not saying stalking is a job, but I'm saying that people go about it differently, even in crimes. People do crimes differently, Some people will do it very similar to each other. Some people do it completely opposite of each other. That being said, stalking can come in many different forms, and I have experienced a lot of them. A very short, short, sweet synopsis of my stalkers in the past has been a manager that stalked me. I think that was one of the worst experiences. This wasn't completely in person. And he even tried to move to a different city just to see and be with me. Um, I was 19. He was like 34. Yeah, he was 34. He had seven kids. So that experience gave me extreme anxiety. My first panic attacks I've ever had from this person and very bad depression. And kind of ruined a lot of relationship dynamics for me that I'm kind of still recovering from. The second one was also a little bit more recent. The first one was a while ago, maybe five, six years ago, but the second one was in the past year, past 12 months. Um, I was selling something online. Um, He came to meet me and exchanged money for the item it was just like a cat litter box and a few days later he created a new account maybe he has multiple accounts i know he does but i don't remember what account he messaged me on i thought he was someone else and i after a few days realized there's a lot of similarities asked him outright if that's who he was and suddenly he said it wasn't him but quickly realized it was a few days later, uh, sorry, sorry, a few months later, I saw him outside of my apartment complex. He doesn't even live near me, so it was at 2 a.m. Um, so yeah, I've had him as a stalker, right? So 
I've also had a cyber stalker. I've had a few of them, but the thing is, is they never got so bad that I felt like my life was bad, you know? It was just like someone that had to get the last word when they're mad, you know? And they'll just message me on another number. You know, I, I once had someone a few years ago, I realized that he wasn't a good person, so I stopped talking to him and I blocked him. And when he found out the next day, I guess he had tried to call me and it was blocked. He took his friend's phone and he left me a voice message calling me this and that, all these slurs. And I didn't even listen to the voice message. I just, I didn't, the voice, I didn't even listen to it. But I never heard from him again. You know, it's not like he persisted doing it. Well, a few weeks ago, actually, I I actually have a podcast on the guy that um, I'm going to talk about right now. And the person I'm speaking about, for more details, if you're just curious about them, um, it is the episode that says he makes me reactive. So I believe it is not this, not the episode that just came out, the episode before that. He makes me reactive. That is the same man. So if you want more in details, I'm not going to get into it too much, but you can listen to that one if you want more information. So had a date with this guy. Um, before we went on the date, we were already having some issues. You know, he was extremely emotional and that made me very emotional. Um, we would just fight and it was kind of weird because we didn't even meet yet, right? So, um, right before we go on the date, he tells me, hey, um, when I was young, um, I had really bad acne. I was on Accutane. Accutane does affect people's hormones. This is all what he said, so if it's incorrect, I apologize. I'm not saying that this is true as far as the scientific research on this item. I'm just saying what he said to me, so... If you're on this, this is not related to you. This is just what he said and how it affected him. He said he was on Accutane for acne. I know that's a very, very strong acne medication. I think if women are on it, you have to take like regular pregnancy tests to stay on it because it can like mess up your growing baby like there's a lot of acne medications that do that because my dermatologist did try to put me on one of those when I was in high school and I and I wasn't on it so um he said that he had taken it for many years um maybe 10 years like a long time well into adulthood and um he doesn't have acne or anything like that he did stop taking it like you know a few years ago but he was taking it when he was still developing his, I guess, the rest of his personality, including his management of emotions. And so he said that he was blaming that on the reason why he would get upset so quickly was because it just kind of fucked up his emotions and his responses to things. And it just made him really sensitive. So he thought that that is why how he that's why he is the way he is, but he's going to be more mindful and I, as I'm saying this, it does seem a little bit like something that someone would say that's abusive. Um, you know, when someone says, oh, I'm just going to blame it on this one thing. Like, I'm sorry, I drink a lot and I'm not going to drink again and we should be good, you know. 
it almost wasn't along along the lines of something like that is the way that it did come off but um you know he had been talking to me even though we did fight sometimes um it never got super nasty so when i fight i try not to not to fight dirty I really try not to emotionally scar people, you know? Some people, like, name-call. I try really hard not to do that. Um, So, when I get mad, usually I just don't do that. But I was like, okay, let me meet him anyway. So, uh, we meet. I drive an hour because he kind of lived further out, and that was kind of in between us. So, he plans a date. I go, and it's at this really tiny little restaurant um i think i give you more details in the other podcast so again just refer to that one for more details long story short date didn't work out we weren't compatible um but i was still trying to be nice and communicate with him so after the date the next day he calls me and he has conversation blah 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 towards the end he says hey i'm going to head into Publix now to go shopping so if you have anything uh no sorry he said i'm gonna go shopping into Publix now so i'll contact you later i'll text or call you later and you have a good day i said okay well listen um i'm in one of those moods where i just kind of want to sleep all day so i know it's like 2 or 3 p.m but i just got up i just keep taking naps all day so you don't have to call me or anything like that today i'm probably just not going to be in the mood He says, okay, well, I'm going to still text you. I'll just text you later. So, cool, right? So, at this point, he already knows that I'm just not in the mood to really communicate. And so, I wasn't even on my phone like that at all for anyone, even family. I just didn't contact anyone. So, you know, I didn't go out of my way to contact him. I did periodically look to see if he texted me because he did say he was going to reach out. But he didn't. So, I was like, okay. Well, the next day... I wake up around 7 or 8, you know, a.m. I get this message at 4 a.m. And he says, if you were just going to not talk to me, we could have gone half on the food. And I'm just thinking, what? It's he didn't even text me. He didn't even text me. So how are you going to blame me for lack of communication you said that you're gonna call me or text me and then you don't even do what you're gonna say and then i get in trouble what the fuck so i'm thinking okay if he's gonna be this sensitive and react to things this way without even asking me for reasoning or if i'm okay or what's going on with the conversation which i have done in the past asking people what's going on he didn't even do that He just immediately lashed out, jumped to assumptions, and was like, you should have paid for half of the meal, as if I was using him. Now, I'm not one to go down a laundry list of who ate what, prices of this and that, but let me tell you, because if he wants to be petty, I'm going to be petty. We're petty here now. That's what we do, right? So... Mexican restaurant. Here's what was ordered and who ordered what. I walk in. He has a huge margarita. He's already halfway done. He has guacamole. He has pico de gallo. He has 
about like a bowl of chips there. He orders fajitas, really expensive. Uh, orders a second margarita, doesn't sip any water. I come in, I order water, and I order tacos that already come with rice and beans. My meal, in total, was probably around $15 or $16. His meal was well past that because one margarita was around 15. He had two. That makes 30. The fajita was around 20. So that makes $50. The guac, salsa, I'm not sure. Let's just say 10 for all that. His meal alone, maybe $60, $60, right? How are you going to ask me to pay for half when I pay, when my meal is 15 or $16 and your meal is, is $60. So in his head, he's like, I paid $76 for this bitch and she didn't talk to me. Uh, 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 uh. You paid $16 for me and you ate and drank and did not share most of that $60. In fact, I gave him one of my three tacos. So if we're going to be real petty, my meal was actually probably like $12 because I gave him some of my food because he inhaled all of his and was staring at mine. So if you want me to cash out you $12, bro, I can cash out you $12, but don't come at me asking for $30, $40 because you decided that you want to eat the whole menu and then you get mad at me because I don't text you. When I told you I wasn't in a conversation mood and you said you were going to reach out to me, I told you I wasn't feeling it that day. I'm going to go to sleep and you are pissed off and you send me that message. So right away, in my head, I'm thinking he reacts this way. Even what he said isn't logical because I'm not going to go half with you when you ordered literally the most expensive things on the menu. A fajita is one of the most expensive things you could probably order in a Mexican restaurant. Margaritas are usually expensive unless it's like, you know, margarita night. But these were huge, huge margarita glasses that you probably like to to cup the whole glass. You'd have to have two hands. You know, and he drank two of those. So um, it just literally wasn't even a logical punishment for him to throw at me so um i just block him i don't message him back about it i don't say anything i don't say yo you didn't message me like you said you were to message me i didn't i didn't i didn't stoop down to his level because you can't reason with something that's illogical the the whole thing didn't make sense what he said didn't make sense the way he said it didn't make sense anything the time of day that he fucking said it didn't make sense so i was like i'm not gonna reason with someone that's unreasonable so i just block him you want to be that way go ahead grown man he was he was like 31 i'm 25 why are you acting like a toddler so um that being said (laughs) the next uh day i start getting all these calls from a uh, spam risk number. Um, 
yes, spam rest numbers do call me, but it's not like back to back to back. You know, you usually don't get three spam risk calls in like a two minute frame. That's very weird and that's very deliberate. It's like someone's actually reaching out to you on purpose and not a robot. So I get this really eerie feeling because I know originally he had a number that I had blocked. We didn't get along. And then a year or two later, he'd messaged me on a new number. And that's how we got to talking. And already this man has a history of changing his number. So I was like, okay, this is probably him. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, answer it, right? Because his original, the number that I was texting him that I had blocked recently was also coming up as a spam risk caller. So I figured the probability of it being him was pretty high. So I don't answer, but I do text the number because the number texts me and it says something like, hi. I said, hey, who is this? And he said, hey, this is, oh, I think his name was John. He's like, hey, this is John. Just uh, want to apologize for the other day. And I don't reply. I block him. Because, again, why are you harassing me at this point? You're sending me messages. You're calling me several times. So I block him again, right? So the first block should have been enough for him to not communicate with me. But then the next day he was doing that and I blocked him again, right? So at this point, in my whole history of this man, I have blocked him three times. One a few years ago, one the day before, and one the day of, right? Three times. Three different numbers. Block, block, block. So then, um, originally when we were speaking... I've told you guys this before. I don't give people my real number. I've had bad luck in the past. I don't give people my real number because people are very creepy and they'll look up everything associated with your number and I'm not here for it. So I give them a voice, a Google voice number and I tell them it's my number. It works the same as a number and I do that because it kind of protects me. Um... I'm really happy I did, but the thing is, is sometimes I'll make a, a mistake that when someone calls me, it does go into my regular phone calls that, you know, like your call history, I'll go into my normal one from my, my real number. So if I'm in a rush to call you back, I might accidentally call you on my real number, completely forgetting. So, <coughs> sorry. So one time I did that and I hung up very quickly, first ring. <coughs> And I was like, maybe he didn't see it. Well, after I after I uh, blocked him the third time, I started getting calls. <clears throat> I started getting calls and texts on my real number. <coughs> <clears throat> Sorry, coughing a lot now. <clears throat> Uh, sorry I guess I'm getting a little bit sick so you're with me give me one second mm-hmm. 
my goal is to drink a gallon of water so what you just heard was me <clears throat> grabbing a gallon of water and chugging some so that's great you know trying to be healthy um so he um he just wasn't a good person you know um starts messaging my real number calling it He's asking, who is this? Because he doesn't recognize my real number. He doesn't know who it is. So I, I lie to him and I say, <clears throat> uh, hi, who is this? And he said some woman's name. And he's like, I'm just trying to find Steven. I said, hey, well, I'm not Steven. And he said, <clears throat> well, I feel like everything's meant to be. So let's be friends. I said, no, I'm um, actually... 14 and I don't want to be friends with strangers so and that number stopped texting me thank god because I didn't want him to have my real number because god knows what the fuck this man was going to do with it again people are crazy so he um I blocked that number at this point this is the fourth number I blocked so then fast forward a few days later Maybe a week or so later, I get a message from another new number on my Google Voice. And it says, hey, fat ass. And I'm like, huh. Okay, well, this guy, this is like his fifth or sixth number at this point. I don't even respond to that one again. The reason why I'm not backlashing and responding to these is because if I responded to it, it would make him happy. Like, oh, she really got this message, you know? For me personally, if I send someone something and they never reply, it makes me even more mad. And if they reply, it makes me feel good. Like, oh, yeah, they got it. They read what I said, you know? So I figured it would be the same for him. So if someone's insulting me, I'm not going to answer to that. You call me fat ass? What am I supposed to say to that? (laughs) Hey, that's me. Hey, honey, I'm home. You know, or hey, you wish, you know, it's funny how he calls me fat ass, but he's the one who wanted the fat ass. You know, he wanted a little slice of the pie. So can't insult me if you weren't attracted to me and wanted to be with me and you're upset because you can't be with me. What logic is that? Because if you think I'm this and that, then it makes you even worse because you wanted this and that, you know? So I thought that was funny. Um, Also, guys, I don't want you to think I'm crying or anything or getting emotional. I feel like I have like a frog in my throat. So that's why I sound like this. So definitely not getting emotional. I actually think it's a little bit sad, but not (laughs) not in like a crying way. It's just like kind of ridiculous. So... Five or six different numbers at this point this man has contacted me. I'm sure he's going to reach out to me again. The thing is, is with all the doctors and hospital visits I've been to, I have so many numbers calling me. With me apartment hunting, I have so many numbers calling me with insurance and billing and everything. I have so many numbers calling me. That a lot of them don't have names attached to them. They're just random numbers, right? If I ask to speak with a medical assistant at the hospital, her number is not going to be the same as the main office's number. So sometimes 
I'll kind of recognize the beginning of the number because a lot of hospitals have like the same beginning and I'll be like oh yeah that's probably that but right now sadly I'm in a very sensitive time where I do have to answer almost every call that comes through whether it's biopsy results whether it's doctor's appointments rescheduling um, car issues anything apartment hunting all of these things I need to you know just work on and listen to and I need to pick up those calls they're very important so I'm really scared (laughs) that one day I'm going to answer and it is going to be him And, you know, sometimes those automated calls when you say something, there's like a pause before they start talking and doing their speech. That pause is the most scary thing I ever hear because I'm like, is this him shocked that I answered? Is he going to say something? Is he going to say I'm at your front door? He doesn't know where I live, thank God, but people have ways of finding things out, you know? Um, Very scary stuff. And... He's the type of person that blames his emotional state on medication that he took several years ago that he's been off of, but periodically will continue the behavior even when he apologized about it. How are you going to apologize about something and continue doing it and saying, sorry, what am I supposed to say? Hey, babe, it's okay that you called me on six different numbers, called me fat ass. Even though I can't verify that all these numbers are you, pretty sure they are. You know, I I really like that treatment. And this is us just meeting, so can't wait to see how this is going to act when you actually love me and and all that stuff. um, How it's going to play out, so that's great. But yeah, let's continue this. I'm really excited to see the promising results of this, the fruits of our labor. Hell no. Hell no. What are you wanting from me? (laughs) Like, you're just showing you're crazy. You know, girl, put that, hide that somewhere until we get serious, right? So, ridiculous. You know, he obviously doesn't know the name of the game. So, he's a stalker. To me, that's definitely stalking. You could have a cyber stalker. You can have, even if you met in person and they're constantly calling you and harassing you. Like, what he's doing, some... um, insurance companies do and you can report them and that is harassment so why wouldn't it be harassment from him i was thinking oh maybe i should text the number and say like you're harassing me and if you keep harassing me i'm gonna have to call the cops but the thing is i don't want to elevate it i don't want to elevate it i don't want to elevate it to a level that makes him even more upset and more crazy he's like well i'm gonna report you for this like i'm gonna report you for not paying for half our meal even though technically i probably only at the most i spent 16 dollars on the meal right ridiculous like if you want 16 dollars ask me for six if you need if you need the money just say that you need the money i'll give you 16 dollars. not that big of a deal buy yourself another margarita you know ridiculous so i do have him as a stalker now his name is um i can look it up right now actually so you guys know i don't see him on here his name might be jason i think or john oh it's jake jake it's Jake. Um, the scariest part is that the number area codes in the beginning don't even have um, 
the same area code, which is kind of scary. So he's just really deliberately changing his number to really throw me off, you know? Um, yeah, it's not fun. Um, do I think he'll like catfish me to try to see me in person again? I don't know, but I mean, I've had people that were a lot scarier and he knows about my history with scary people and he decides to become one of them. I don't know if this is his villain origin story, but it's kind of ridiculous. Um, grow up, grow up, grow up. The amount of time he's been stalking me has been longer than the amount of time we have been speaking. I just don't get it. But I just wanted you guys to get an update on Jake the Stalker. I might just label it that. But have a great rest of your night.